Okie dokie, folks. Welcome to the Roots Report podcast, presented by Motif Magazine and sponsored by Providence Brewing Company, the Rhode Island Blood Center, Providence Ballet Theater, Trinity Brewhouse, CIC Providence, and R1 Indoor Karting. I am your host, John Fusick. Today we have legendary Leonard Skinner drummer and member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Artemis Pyle. You can catch Artemis and his band, the Artemis Pyle Band, at the Stadium Theater in Woonsocket on Saturday, February 4th. Hello, John. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. How about you? Oh, not bad, not bad. So you're a late sleeper like I am. Well, I don't go to bed till 4 in the morning, so I sleep until I'm not sleeping. Yeah, that's the same thing with me. I don't I don't go to bed till very late either. I'm on uh, rock and roll time, man. Yeah, that's that's what I live my life on. I'm a musician as well, so. So you know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty much ingrained in my DNA at this point. So, uh did you have a gig last night? Uh we played in uh Washington DC, the Falls Church uh suburb and uh, a place called the State Theater. Oh, I think I've heard of that show. one. Cool. How was it? It's a cool venue, man. We had a we had a great show. And you're playing tonight, was right? We're here at a place called Frog Alley uh, Brewing, Frog Alley Brewing in Schenectady, New York. You're you're playing at the Stadium Theater in Woonsocket. You're playing with a an Allman Brothers tribute. Are you touring with them, or are they just opening for you for that show? Uh, we are not touring with with anybody. You know, I'm sure they're really good i don't know the name i don't know anything about the band but if they do almond brothers they've got to be good <laughs> so you're a member of the rock and roll hall of fame with leonard skinnard and you played with them from i am 74 to 77 and 87 through 91 yeah john i um i look at it in terms of i'm the drummer of leonard skinnard i i don't really bob burns was there uh before i uh, he was actually in our band apb until he was killed in that car outside of Atlanta about five years ago now. You know, we loved Bob. He loved this band. The guys, you know, APB, um, Jerry Lida, Scott Raines, Brad Durden, and Dave Fowler and myself, we play the music with honor, accuracy, and respect. You know, I'm 74, and they're all in their mid-50s, and they play the music the way I play it, with love. They, they love the music. It's a perfect combination. We're very, we've are we been together for about 14 years. We play the music better than anybody in the world. If anybody lo- loves Leonard Skinner music or any one song, they should come and, and hear the band, because we play it the way it should be played. You play Skinner songs, you play the hits and the deep cuts, right? It, well, yeah. Yeah, we play all the stuff. We we can't play all the songs every night because, you know, we only have about an hour and a half. We usually contract to play about an hour and a half. But we're able to switch our... We know all the songs. I know all of them. We're able to sub in different songs. Now, of course, you have to do Sweet Home Alabama. You have to do Freebird. You have to do Simple Man. But we're able to switch out our set and play a different set. So anytime we play, like for years, we played on the Rock Legends cruise. We played years in a row and we would always change up our set so that everybody wasn't getting the same show. But if we played every song every night, we'd we'd, we'd play for five hours. (laughs) Recently, I watched uh, this series called Roadies. Did you ever see that series? Uh, I did. Now, they had a depiction of Leonard Skinner in there for a couple of episodes. What did you think of that depiction of the band as this rowdy, brawling band? Was that accurate or was that just, you know, made up for by Cameron Crowe? Well, uh, Cameron 
used to be a good friend of mine years ago. He went to Japan with us. He was dating our account, Mary Beth Medley. Then he married Nan from uh, Heart, Nancy Wilson, but they're divorced. I was surprised that Cameron let that go through because it was not only inaccurate, but it was ridiculous. And because of the management company, Vector Management out of Nashville, because they've done everything they can do to try to prevent me from making a living. And they deny the fact that I'm the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame drummer of the band. And the band, since I left, they've had 15 different drummers, you know. So the depiction in that series, Roadies, was actually ridiculous when it came to us because they didn't, they, they had everybody in the band uh, represented except me. And then they had a guy, that guy White, the, the comic, when he, he was the roadie sitting on the back of the bus telling the story how he went for help and how, you know, he wishes he could have been there to save everybody's life and all this stuff. Well, all of that dialogue that he said, that's what I did. I got out of the wreckage after the crash. I went through a swamp. I made it to a farmhouse. I got shot by the, the farmer. I, br I brought all of the uh, rescue people back to the crash site. So I did everything that Ron White was babbling about in that, in that depiction. So it was very offensive to me. It wasn't correct. I was very disappointed in Cameron for letting that go through and especially letting somebody else tell the story of what I did and I wasn't even depicted in there because they tried to act like I never existed. So they're wrong. I'm right. I win. They lose. You know, shame on them. Now, is that, I've heard that you've, that, that's what caused some uh, animosity between you and Gary Rosington? Gary and I are fine. Okay. Um, because I, I, I heard that I heard heard it. Uh, somebody said that to me that you had there was some issues with him, you know, questioning your story about that, and that caused some uh, animosity between you two. But you were supposed no, to be in no the animosity. There's no questioning of the story. Look, you know, I was never knocked out. I was never unconscious. I remember every single thing. Gary doesn't. He was knocked unconscious in that plane crash. My father was killed in a plane crash. All my friends were killed in a plane crash. I've been in three airplane crashes. Whoa. I'm a pilot. <laughs> and so I'm qualified to tell the story. All these other yahoos. And by the way, John, there's not anybody in Leonard Skinner, band or crew or management, that I can't whip their ass. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, I think the isn't the Leonard Skinner that's out there now just a uh, it's it's barely even Leonard Skinner at this point. There's nobody in the band from Leonard Skinner in the current touring band. Yeah, that's it's what I figured. That they it's people that they hired from Nashville, Tennessee, and they've gone through, like I say, 15 drummers and 30 guitar players and 10 bass players. It's not Leonard Skinner. If Ronnie Van Sant is not your lead singer, then it's an embarrassment to call it Leonard Skinner. Is is you it know, Johnny Van Sant? Johnny Van Sant is the lead singer, and believe me, brother. He is not Ronnie Van Zandt. Isn't he's not the one that was with Thirty Eight Special, or is that his brother? His brother Donnie Van Zandt was the one that was with Thirty Eight. Oh, Special. okay. I got I got them confused. Yeah, I mean, I grew up with Leonard neither, Skinner. Neither, neither one of them, neither one of them can carry a tune in a bucket. <laughs> you know, Ronnie.
Johnny Van Zant had all the talent. Right. Believe me. Well, I grew up with Leonard Skinner. I was, you know, in high school. Leonard Skinner was a big band in my high school. When that plane crash happened, it was devastating to us as you know we were teenagers. And I, I got to tell you this: it's kind of funny, but this is how divided my high school was when it came to picking a prom theme. Freebird was what exactly half of the class decided. It was a 50-50 vote on Freebird and this this really sappy, disgusting song called Always and Forever. And it was a split vote. And because most of the prom committee was on the Always and Forever side, they chose that as opposed to Freebird for our prom theme, which was very annoying. But that shows you how popular... I've heard that, I've heard that many times that people uh, use Sweet Home Alabama or Freebird or Simple Man as a prom theme. I've heard that dozens of times. I'm I'm proud of it, and I think Ronnie Van Zant would be proud of it. Ronnie would have been so proud that he had Freebird and Sweet Home Alabama in the soundtrack of Forrest Gump, one of the greatest movies ever made. And, you know, Sweet Home Alabama and Freebird was in that movie. When he was teaching Jenny how to dance, they used Sweet Home Alabama. When Jenny had done a bunch of cocaine and she was going to jump off a balcony, they were playing Freebird, and I thought, oh my God, she's going to kill herself to Freebird. <laughs> and uh, then she climbed up on the balcony, if you remember, in the movie, and then Freebird playing and then she decided not to kill herself and I thought that's great you know Freebird saved her life we have a new album coming out we have many guest vocalists the vocalist in my band in our band APD all of our vocalists have incredible voice we have three vocalists you know but they all stepped aside to let people come in and on our tribute album and sing so we have Dolly Parton singing Freebird. Oh wow! We have we have Sammy Hagar singing Simple Man. Cool. Uh, we have all, all fourteen of the finest singers in rock and roll and country music. And by the way, Gary and I were in touch by tech. I invited Gary to, to play his iconic slide guitar solo on Freebird, and he texted me back about a year and a half ago, and he texted me back and said that he wasn't in good health right now, but that he, you know, if he felt better, he'd contact me. And I went back immediately and texted him that I said, oh, by the way, Dolly Parton singing Freebird. Gary came back immediately and said, you know what? I feel a lot better. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure Dolly would make anybody feel a lot better at this point. Dolly is, is the number one humanitarian in the world. You know, she's a singer, songwriter. She can play guitar as good as a man, a movie star. She is number one. She is a humanitarian. She does stuff for children with her reading program. She gives money away in disasters. You know, when Gatlinburg burnt to the ground, she provided money for food, money for housing. She is the most amazing person in the world. And when she played her, she told me, she said, Artemis, I'm going to play you my vocal on Freebird because my, my band recorded all the songs, you know, APB. And she took me in the, in the control room and sat me down and played me her vocal, man. And I cried like a baby. It was so beautiful. Yeah, I'll have to give that a listen. I haven't, I didn't know about that. That sounds, uh, that sounds like a very cool thing. We haven't dropped the album yet we're going to release it probably next month oh okay right now it's, it's it's being mixed in nashville by dolly's producer kent wells kent is a good friend of ours he's dolly's producer he produced reba mcintyre yesterday kent sent us a picture of him and elton john uh sitting in the studio because dolly's doing a rock album she's uh with uh, paul mccartney and ringo she's doing a, a let it be so she's doing a rock album she's going to put Freebird on her album and gary rossington played his iconic slide solo and i thought that dolly and gary really deserved it to play together on something and 
and Dolly's iconic, Gary is iconic, Freebird's iconic. So when the when the album comes out, John, you should definitely give it a listen because all of these artists, because they loved Ronnie Van Zant as a as a singer songwriter, they put their hearts and souls into these performances. Mm, I'm sure so, they did. Uh, yeah, you know, so it's it's going to be. I mean, I bet we're all thinking that Dolly might get a Grammy for Freebird. Well, I hope so. That'll be great because she deserves everything, every award that she can get. She does. I read that you were almost in the Rosington Collins band after after Leonard Skinner, but you you broke your leg. Uh, I named the Rossington Collins band. I, I was the one that came up with Rossington Collins because, you know, <clears throat> we couldn't call the band Leonard Skinner without Ronnie. Right. And so, you know, Rossington Collins, it rolls off the tongue. It's got automatopoeia, you know, and I, so I said, let's call the band Rossington Collins because Alan and Gary were two of the founding members. I said, it's only right. And a drunk uh, drinking uh, White Lightning, you know, moonshine pulled out in front of me up in the uh, south carolina i was on my harley i couldn't miss the guy i hit him pretty hard broke my right leg in 21 places oh. so i had to tell gary and alan i said man you guys i'm not going to be ready to play for about two years and you guys have been waiting long enough since the plane crash so i suggested a, a drummer of uh, down in florida to to step in he's a very good drummer so they they went on but at the time, there were so many people, everybody in the band and crew had gotten pretty much hooked on cocaine. Oh, geez. And I didn't want to be a I didn't want to be a part of something like that anyway because I've seen cocaine ruin so many lives. I know what cocaine is. I've done cocaine, but I you know I I didn't get hooked like a lot of people do. And so when they came back with the new drummer, Barry Lee Harwood on guitar, was healing up. They were just a mess. You know, every, every, you, you can't conduct business and go out and do shows and, and be with the public when you're jacked up on cocaine all the time. No. It's ridiculous. But that's, you know, you know, so many bands went through that, and it's a shame. It's ruined a lot of it people. Was, it has. And, and so uh, that was the downfall of Rossington Collins, and I was the one that named the band, so... I wish them well. I wanted it to work because I was going to join them at some point. You know, when I when I got my all my surgeries and my right leg is still messed up. I'm stainless steel from the knee down. Oh gee. But thank you know, thank God I'm I'm able to play the way I play and play the songs at my age with all of my injuries. Mm. I still play you know, like I'm 25 years old. So as long as I can do it properly, I'm going to continue. When the day comes that I can't play those songs, you can't half-ass Leonard Skinner's songs. You've got to full-on play it with everything you've got. And the day that I can't do that, I will step aside. That's that's the way to do it. I mean, you do it as long as you can. I mean, it's it's what keeps you going, too. I mean, that's, that's the thing about music. And you just keep doing it as long as you can, and it keeps moving you forward until you can't. Music is the language of the universe. It is. It and, is. I believe and music, it. Uh, music, especially being the drummer of Leonard Skinner, has saved my life. I'm sure it because, has. You know, I was falsely accused down in Florida of a crime worse than murder. There was about 20 people that I wanted to go kill. And I'm a I'm a trained, combat-trained Marine, and I know how to kill people. Hmm. But I thought, I, I found out that I'm not a murderer. I found out that I, 
I have more love in my heart than I have hate. And I was able to survive on the love of music. My eight children and grandchildren that I play music with and my friends and family. Music, my friends and family saved my life because there were there was about 20 people that falsely accused me of something they knew that I wasn't guilty of. And they thought they were going to get a bunch of money because of the deep pockets of Leonard Skinner. But I, I you know, I, they thought that I'd probably become an alcoholic or a drug addict. Well, I didn't. My children kept me straight, man. You know, I smoke weed in the states where it's legal. I'm, I, There's nothing wrong I, with that love, at all. That's It's actually better than alcohol. And, and plus, think about how the CBDs and cannabis has helped little four-year-old children that have seizures all day long. Right. So there's there's many, many good benefit to cannabis. And America is starting to get their head out of their ass and state by state going legal. And it helped Vietnam and Afghanistan and Iraqi veterans that have post-traumatic stress disorder. It helps cancer patients be able to uh, gut down some food and have a little bit of an appetite. I'm def- definitely an advocate. Now, I would not tell young people and children to smoke pot. It's, it's, it's for adults. Right. Uh, of course, but, you know, anything that's like that. Right. And did I mention Dolly Parton singing Freebird? <laughs> One of the things that, you know, you, Leonard Skinner is famous for is their, you know, that Neil Young thing in uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Did you have anything to do with that? Were you friends with Neil Young? Did you deal with Neil Young? I'm friends with Neil Young. I love Neil Young. Ronnie Van Sant loved Neil Young. And Neil Young, Young loved Ronnie. Uh, he wrote some songs for Ronnie, you know, for us to maybe uh, put on an album. But Ronnie was killed in the plane crash, so it never happened. But Ronnie Van Zant respected and loved Neil Young. All he was doing, all he was saying on Sweet Home Alabama is don't blame every man in the South for the way some asshole. So there's a lot of racism and a lot of racist men and a lot of racist people and, in, 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 uh, you know, down South. But Ronnie was just telling Neil Young, don't blame everybody for what some people say and do. Well, it's understandable. I The reason I brought it up mostly is because I play in a Neil Young tribute band. That's why I brought it up. Ronnie says in Sweet Home Alabama, I hope Neil Young will remember, Southern man don't need him around anyhow. Right. And a lot of people, everybody interprets it their own way. I know for a fact that Ronnie is not a racist and was not a racist. And I know that Ronnie was only telling Neil, hey, hey, everybody up north in Canada, don't blame everybody in the south for what some people say and do because we're not all racist. Right. So it's it's very clear to me. If it's not to other people, then pull, get their head out of their ass, you know? <laughs> no, I just wanted to bring it up, like I said, because I figured I'd get your take on it. So the Artemis Pyle well, Band... Take, my take is the correct take. Exactly. Now, the Artemis Pyle Band, you've been around, you said, for about 15, 14, 15 years, you said? That's correct. And you've got several albums out. Now, you put out original material as well as, as playing the Leonard Skinner stuff, right? On the the, out, the uh, movie that we just did, it's called Street Survivors, The True Story of the Leonard Skinner Plane Crash. APB, the guys that I told you, Brad, Jerry, and Scott, Dave, and myself, we recorded a song that I would put up against any Southern rock song ever written. It's called Street Survivors, the title track. And it is a rockin' song 
I, I actually channel John Bonham when I'm playing the drum part, and it's got amazing southern rock guitar harmonies, southern rock guitar, I mean, uh, vocal harmonies, and it's a beautiful song. We did that, so that's an original song. Two of my sons wrote four songs. I have three sons. My son Marshall that I live with on a 50-acre farm in North Carolina, and my son Chris that I'm the drummer in his band, Pile Tribe. We all wrote songs for the soundtrack of the movie because we couldn't use Skinner material because Judy Van Zant was suing everybody in sight, especially me on the movie, and eventually we prevailed in the court system. Judy lost, had to pay a couple million dollars in legal fees, and we went on and finished the movie and released it during pandemic. So, yeah, we've got all kinds of original material. Nope. Now, the album that we've got coming out is a, a tribute album to Ronnie Van Zant, his music, and his band. We're, we're working on new material for an uh, upcoming album. But, yeah, man, we write together, and we write really good stuff. All these guys in my band are from Alabama, Georgia, North Carolina, Tennessee. We're Southern guys, and they write good Southern rock music. I'm very proud of them. We're very proud of our uh, movie soundtrack. But, of course, we released it during pandemic. Where can you see it? Where is it? it, it I'll tell you. It's hard to release a movie anyway, much le and a soundtrack, much less during pandemic. Right. So we released it under the worst circumstance. And I'm, I want to make it very clear to you, John, I don't make a dime off of that movie or that soundtrack. I don't make. I didn't do it for money. I gave my story to Hollywood, Cleopatra Film, and they took full advantage of of my situation. And I gave them the story for free. They didn't offer me any money. I didn't take any money. But I wanted the story out there so that Leonard Skinner fans would know what we went through on that fateful night, because the story needed to be told. We only had a, a budget of a million eight hundred thousand dollars, but the, the young people that portrayed us in our twenties, the actors and actresses that portrayed us, they did an incredible job on a movie that might be shelved. Be if Judy Van Zant. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow yeah. we. Yeah. You were talking. You, you, you got cut off. Yeah. Your your phone dropped me. Um. So so what I was saying was. If Judy Van Zant would have gotten her way, nobody would have seen the movie. But she lost in the uh, Circuit Court of Appeals up in New York City. So we finished the movie and released it. I'm very proud of it. I'm proud of everybody that worked on it. The way you see it, it's, you know, I've never touched a computer, John, in my life. I've never downloaded anything, sent or received an email. So it's out there in cyber world someplace. It's on Amazon. It's on Prime. It's on, there's all kinds of places. If you put in Street Survivors, the true story of the Leonard Skinner plane crash, it will pop up. It's by Cleopatra Films. It actually trended number one on Amazon when it first came out for a couple of weeks. I heard that that's a good thing. So mm. you should watch it. It's well, I will. Intense. I have to I have to check it out because I have to find it. That's why I was looking. I... It's out there. All it's, right. You know, it's out there. You know, it's very intense uh, movie. It has nudity. It has bad language. It has drinking and drugs. But, you know, it's not for children. But it does, it, you know, the story is true. It tells the story. All right. Well, I'll have to check that out. So uh, you're going to be at the the Stadium Theater, and uh, you're going to be playing a lot of Leonard Skinner songs. Will you be playing some of the uh, m the music from that film? We will. All We're right. We're going to do, uh, we, we feature uh, Street Survivors in 
but every other song is written by Ronnie and the boys. It, we do all Leonard Skinner. That's who I am. So I'm not going to do, uh, you know, Britney Spears cover <laughs> tunes or anything. You know, even though I love Britney. Uh, but yeah, we do all Leonard Skinner. We feature uh, Street Survivor from our film that we're very proud of. You will love our guitar players. All right. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, and uh, it's really been an honor speaking with you. We hear that we've got pretty good ticket sales at the stadium, that we have a, a pretty nice crowd coming. Thank you for doing what you, you can do. And I just want to say to all the Skinner fans, and I sincerely mean this, thank you so much for keeping our music alive all these years. It means well, a lot. It's a, big, it's a big deal. Well, thank you for playing it. Have a good show tonight. See you, man. Bye-bye. Okie dokie. Thanks to Artemis Pyle for being part of this episode of the Roots Report podcast. You can catch Artemis and his band, the Artemis Pyle Band, at the Stadium Theater in Woonsocket on Saturday, February 4th. For more, go on the hunt to stadiumtheater.com. That's stadium theater, T H E A T R E.com. The Roots Report podcast is presented by Motif Magazine and sponsored by Providence Brewing Company, the Rhode Island Blood Center, Providence Ballet Theater, Trinity Brewhouse, CIC Providence, and R1 Indoor Carding. Thanks for listening. <laughs>